Did you know that Steve Ogg, the actor who voiced Trevor in GTA 5, recorded some of his scenes in his underwear to stay in character? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 113. My name's Gareth Bryan, I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? Good evening, Gareth. I am super. Thanks for asking. How are you? Very good. Very good. Very polite. I like it. Um, and on my virtual right is Mr. Darren Edwards. How are you doing, Darren? Good evening. I'm also very well. Yourself? Yeah, I like this concern about our well-being. It's very polite. It's like help the aged, you know, we have to look after you. Speak, speak for yourself. <laughs> I must say, at the top of the show, we must put a, a foul language disclaimer out as well, Paul, just in case it goes well, a bit south after your antics the other week. Yeah. I will say that um, this week the quiz will be hosted by me, so there will be no outbursts when I get a question wrong. So rest, rest assured, listeners, there will be no naughty language from me this week. And I have to apologise, I got the name of the game I was talking about wrong. Um, it was called something else that I've completely forgotten as well. Um, but it was basically the Mars Rover game. <laughs> um, right, chaps, how's your week been? Darren, how's your week been? Um, very nice, thank you. So I'm currently in the middle of a week off work, which is always nice. Um, and we were away in the Lake District for a nice chilled out weekend. Um, so yeah, very relaxed, very chilled at the oh, moment. Just been good. seeing some family today. So yeah, doing all the bits and bobs that you'd normally do on a, on a week away from work. Lovely. Um, you've been doing anything else? What have you been watching? Um, so I finished Afterlife, um, the Ricky Gervais drama on Netflix, which I've got to say is, is brilliant. Um, I thought the third series, it was a little bit being there, done that, um, but it was still it was still brilliant. It, it didn't have the same impact as the first series for me, but the ending was quite good. I won't spoil it, but he ended it in quite an open way. Um, it's open to interpretation. So if you like the first two, you'll you'll really enjoy the third series. I really like the first two. I thought the first was brilliant. I thought the second, he did well. And then the mm. third one, I, same as you just said, Dan, I think I watched the first episode and I was like, I don't get this now. It's just it sort of pushed the idea a bit too much for me. You know, it's like mm. it, it it should have ended. I think a little bit. I it's, don't know. Yeah, it's interesting because I don't think he's ever done a series three before either. So mm. when you look at the office, when you look at extras, he always kind of did a two series and he's out and he's on to the next, um, onto his next project. I'm not sure about Derek. I'm not sure if there's a third series actually, but he it's he normally does too. Yeah. So there was some debate about whether he pushed it a bit far. And there's a couple of people missing. Yeah. So Roshin Connerty's missing know, and his saying. therapist is missing. So yeah, still really enjoyable. But I I agree with you. It didn't quite grab me in the same way the the others did. Yeah. Good, Paul. What about you? What have you been doing? Um. Well, 
you know, nothing as exciting as going to the Lake District. Um, I've been to Leeds. I don't oh. know if that counts as exciting. Um, yeah. I did hear a rumour that Samuel L. Jackson was up there, but I didn't see him, yeah. oh. um, which was a shame. I'd love to have seen him. Because they're filming um, the Avengers um, series. Not the Avengers series. Were they filming Secret something? One of the in that Marvel Secret universe. Avengers. Secret Invasion, I think That's it is. right, yeah. Off the back of the Captain Marvel film, yeah. Yeah. See, you guys know all the information. I just know that he was there. Um, (laughs) But anyway, um, and apart from that, it's my son's 11th birthday in about two weeks. So we've been running around trying to get everything sorted. Um, His birthday party is going to be at Laser Quest. And apparently you you can have um, a non, they call it a non-eating adult who gets to play the games with the kids? And uh, guess who's been volunteered for that? Brilliant. So yeah, there'll be a forty-nine-year-old man running around with a bunch of kids, going, "No, I'm the twice the size of everybody else. Stop shooting me!" So yeah, it's it's going to be great. I can't wait. You need one of those head head cameras. Seeing this, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to record my coronary. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Paul, are you going to take it really seriously? Do you think? Or... Absolutely, it'll be full oh, on, uh, you know, Call of Duty in there. I'll be <laughs> dropping, stop, drop, and roll, and all this kind of stuff. Oh, I need to see this. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Great. Um, I haven't done. I've been working, madly working, doing tax, but I've been watching Ozark, which I said I was going to watch. The new season came out on Netflix. For Ozark fans out there, it's really worth the watch. It's brilliant. Um, and it's it's the last series. It's split into two parts. So this is part one. And we kind of just devoured it very quickly. It's quite funny because there's been a two-year gap between her um, recording. And wow. nothing else kind of notices. But he's got a, in the thing, the, there's a family. And the, and the boy who started it, he was like, must have been 12. Now he's like... <laughs> Now he's like grown like a grown looked about six foot and looks uh, looks about twenty one. And it's like and it's meant to be like the next day, you know, continuing after it's quite funny. Uh, um but yeah, that's good. Now when we go into games, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna start, gentlemen, if you don't mind. Um, no, absolutely. You you knock yourself out, mate. Now I was invited to a special preview for the Xbox Hub, um, and it was back in mid I think early Jan. And it's just come out today on Wednesday the 26th. We are recorded today. So it's, a, it's the embargo has happened. So I went to see a um, presentation of developers for the game Crusader Kings 3. And Crusader Kings 3 is a PC game that came out, I think about maybe two years ago, to critical acclaim. It's a really deep strategy game where you're, um, you basically you, you, pick a, you pick a region in the world in middle in in the middle ages and you might pick a, a king or a noble and in that region and then basically you're you're trying to build your lineage over centuries so that means you need to kind of like um, look around you get power um, do you do stuff by diplomacy do you do you do stuff by war um, do you marry the right person if you marry the right person do you kind of like have a good do you marry someone who will give you benefits as in diplomacy benefits or war benefits because their family is about who you marry into. And the important thing about the game is trying to keep that family lineage going, like I said, throughout the centuries of the Middle Ages. So you grow, you, you know, the game's over if you have no children. <laughs> if you have no, nothing happens, yeah, and yeah. you don't get any, and you don't in your power, your name. So it's all about that. But as, as in 
games like this, it's really heavy, you know, heavy menu-wise, strategy-wise. You know, there's a there's there's for example traits like personality traits that you can have, and that list goes on forever. What each one does, what pluses it gives you, what minuses do. So it's a really it's a really heavy kind of like really deep strategy game. And then after the presentation, I got to play with it for about a week. Um, pretty much the full game, I think, really. Um, but with all these games, you need hundreds of hours. So it's kind of like it's a bit it's a bit frustrating because you go into it and then you're you're doing it and then you go, I want to stop now. It's been taken away. And you just want to be, when you're in it, you want to really be in it completely. It's like really, really, um, what's the word? Immersive. That's what I'm after, yeah, really immersive. And you're really kind of trying to work out stuff. Things will take, you know, if you, for example, you might have a, a king who's your brother on the side that you want to assassinate. So you're sending spies over to them to try to work that out. This takes a certain amount of time. You can pause the menu at any time and then run the time through. So it has those, um, you know, those kind of deep strategy games that PC owners are using. And it's it's interesting that this is one of the first really deep strategy games that's come over. It's only on Xbox Series X and it's coming March the 29th. Which isn't far away, is it, really? It's not very no. far. It's just after my birthday, in yeah. fact. And that's the Series X game. Um, I asked them, is it going to come to Game Pass? Because it was on, I think it was on the PC Game Pass. Yeah. And they say, we've got no plans to talk about that yet. Well, I just want to, <laughs> I, but I want to say we've got a very close relationship with Microsoft. That was their answer. Mm. So cool. it could be, which would be exciting. Would you two be interested in playing a game like this? Um, Possibly. Yeah, I mean, I do like a strategy game uh, can i just clarify something first of all when you said that you got to play this for about a week was mm. this just because they couldn't get you out of their studio or, <laughs> okay. or did, did you get to play it at home i got to play it at home all oh, right yeah. cool that's yeah. fine i was just thinking these guys would be sat there going he's not gone home he's yet not gone. <laughs> it's all to bring your sleeping bag yeah yeah excellent um yeah i think i've, I've seen the the trailers for this and the scope of it does look insane. You know, are you going to marry this woman because she might have kids or whatever? It's going to be... Yeah. I mean, it's going to have to be looking at the amounts of controls and stuff. I mean, how does the control... Are you allowed to talk about how the control system works? Does it... I mean, is it mapped well to a controller? I mean, that was the that was the main bulk of the presentation was showing the menus and how you go yeah. around and use it because that was the thing they were like really obviously wanted to to kind of persuade people in a sense. You know, this is okay, yeah. and that's what they did. That was their main thing. So they 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 just showed like the first bits of the game and where you can go and how the sub menus work and everything like that. So when you do it, it's like anything. It's like I I recently played Football Manager on the Xbox, which isn't mm. the best, and it is like. It's same with that. It just takes a while to get used to it, um, and when you get used to it, it, it kind of is fine. Um, and it's it's pretty much you know you've got things. It, it feels a bit more kind of more interesting football manager when you've got everything's attached to certain controls or R twos and the L two L two bumpers. So it does feel feel good. It just it just that tutorial is key. And that tutorial is a long tutorial. I need to have a little notepad and pen. <laughs> Next year. Was it about seven days worth of tutorial? <laughs> it felt like it. <laughs> yeah. But it's when you get used to it, it's fine. Um, and they've really done a lot of work on that to try to make it. And that, like you said, that's the main that's the main thing. Um, we talked about Age of Empires, didn't we? I feel if they'd done this, 
which is the other bit. I reckon that must be coming over. We know they were talking oh, about it. I hope so. Yeah, I reckon they, they've got to do that. They can do this. Yeah, so exciting. Excellent. Could be exciting. Yeah. And also an Xbox Series X game only coming. That's mm-hmm. yeah. mm, good. Good to hear. Good. Um, gentlemen, let's talk about your games. You've been, Paul, what have you been playing, first of all? Um, the first game I've been playing this week has been a remaster of a game that I used to play uh, 23 years ago um, when I had a PlayStation. Not even a PS1. It was just a PlayStation in those days. And this is Shadow Man Remastered. Um, it's basically a 3D sort of action game um, based around voodoo and the the ability that your character has to flip between being in dead side, where all the dead people live, surprisingly, <laughs> and um, live side, which is obviously the real world. And basically he's got to go and stop an engine that was built by Jack the Ripper um that can <laughs> end the world and and it's it's well uh, the reviews live on the site if you want to read my proper thoughts um but it looks awful it controls like it was designed by somebody who did has heard about hands but doesn't actually have any um <laughs> and yet and yet i don't know if it was how much of it was like nostalgia but I actually enjoyed playing it. It was it was good to play. So it looks bad. It controls poorly, but it's good fun. So no, there you go. Don't. Middle of the road. Yeah, nostalgia. Mm. It gets you every time. It gets you every Absolutely, time. Absolutely, that's yeah. it. But then you know when I reviewed Blood Rain Two Remastered, the nostalgia didn't get me then. No. It was a bad game that looked bad. Whereas this mm. is a, a game that looks bad but is good, if you get me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, Shadow Man. That's on the site. You can read. I think you could probably read all the stuff we're talking about. That it's all on the site. The preview for Crusader Kings Three is on there. Shadow Man's on there. Um, Excellent. What about Cannibal Cuisine? Is your one, Darren? Isn't it? What's, tell us oh about. yes. Um, so <laughs> Paul would be delighted <laughs> to talk about this. I'm so just going to I... say thanks again. <laughs> <laughs> all about sacrifices mate um, so I um, was asked to uh, review Cannibal Cuisine because I've reviewed similar games in the past such as Overcooked or You Can Eat uh, and a game called Let's Cook Together as well last year so essentially it's pretty much a clone of Overcooked in terms of how the game's structured so you've got to cook dishes against the clock and then serve them up to these Hoobachu gods that need to be satisfied by being fed but the twist is, is that you um, have to chop up tourists that visit the island <laughs> and use them as uh, ingredients, essentially. And all the all the dishes have got like pun names and whatnot. So it's um, it's a bit of a laugh. It looks quite good, um, but it's a bit of a um, it's got rough edges. So there's certain niggles, such as when you're trying to pick up items. If there's quite a few on the floor, you'll pick up about five before you need the one you pick up the one you need um there are some levels when we're playing with three of us where there is just not enough space to get around each other and you're trying to cook against the clock so it's quite high pressures and you keep knocking your friends off into the water or into a pit of spikes or, or whatever um so it's really difficult because 
you can't help but think mm, I could just go and play Overcooked if I want to play this type of game. Mm. I think what they were going for was more of a party vibe, drop in, drop out, because it's not quite as complicated as, as Overcooked. Um, there's only one method of cooking, for example, um, and you just combine items, cook them and then serve them up. So there's local play and you can play online with friends only as well. Um, but yeah, it's... I mean, Paul made his thoughts very clear. Uh, <laughs> I had to give it a bit more of a chance uh, to reviewing it. But yeah, it's it's fun, but for a limited time. I think frustrations will will overcome that. And the other thing I haven't mentioned is the controls are a bit wrong. So you can't change the control setup. And on the Xbox controller, B is the action button. So to pick things up, put them down and you'll instinctively go for A every time, and it gets really frustrating because it doesn't feel like the natural fit for the controls. And as I've said, you can't change them, so you are stuck with them. So, yeah, it, if they wanted to change the controls around, maybe tighten up how it how it plays, they could squeeze a bit more life out of it, but as it stands, there's, there's work to be done, I think. See, I'm, I'm all for right, people going, I, don't, I, I think it's fine for people to say, Okay, that's a, that, that's a success. There's a Zelda game that's a success, right? We think Zelda's brilliant. Let's do a let's do a Zelda type game. That can work with you know. Mm. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but it's those kind of things. If you you've got to get it, you've got to make it. You've got to make it better, or you've got to make that should be the goal. Make it better, or make it kind of around the same. Because like exactly what you said. You said I'll go back to playing Overwatch. Over what's it called? Overwatch. Overcooked. Yeah. But yeah, it's it is, and that's the thing. I think they've tried to make it different. There's a bit of a gimmick where mm. you cook people and, and you know you chop them up. So so there's a bit of combat, like you can you can fight people and then you take a few hits, you die, and then you lose a few seconds and you respawn. And there is an ability to heal each other, or you can eat food to, to heal yourself that you're not using to cook with, but just feels a bit pointless. And there's um you can choose one of four skills when you when you start the game. So you can dash, which is by far the most useful one. Um you can breathe fire to cook things more quickly. You can um stun enemies and you can heal. Um but apart from dash, they all just feel like a bit of a gimmick where once you've got the achievement for using them, you'll never really use them again in the game. So I don't feel like there's enough of a difference to make it a viable alternative to overcooked as it stands. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. We won't be playing. I won't be playing that. It's not. <laughs> it got a three though. Oh, okay. Three out of five. Yeah. So it got yeah. an average score. It's not terrible, no. but it's it's it. You know, except no limitations, it, it kind of is in the shadow of, of the game that influenced it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it wouldn't have got a three from me. No. <laughs> I'll say that much. Okay. Fine. Um, the next game. I'm going to talk about is a game that comes out tomorrow. So it comes out on the 27th, but my review's, I think, live now, actually, on, the, on our site, so it's no embargo. And it's, it's, it's a game that is one of my games, and it's called The Longest Road on Earth. And what the hell is this? How can I describe this? It's, <laughs> it, it's like a, it uses pixel art, it's like a 2D pixel art, and it's a narrative it's a narrative adventure, maybe. That's, but it's, but there isn't much gameplay. And basically, there's four. It's four short stories, 
um, with a holding frame and this this old man who runs a shop and every time someone comes in and picks an object it goes to a short story and there's maybe slight connections but they're not um, the, the world is is like human eye thing but they've got like deer's heads or their pig's heads or goose's heads so they're like um, there's no re- there's no reason animal cross in a, in a way those yeah but they're kind of more it's sort of like set in a 1960s middle America uh-huh. feel to it um and what it's what it's what you do is it's the mundane so these stories never they have a beginning middle and end but they don't have a dramatic conclusion in the middle of them they don't have something that drastically happens it's sort of like a it's a slice of life in a sense so for example you have someone who who just goes off to work so we see someone commuting looking out the windows and then they go to the work and they're different jobs. They go to a soda factory, they queue up for ages, you queue up for ages to get in to the soda factory like Simon. Then you'll do some put some bottles on the thing, then you'll go home. You might look up in the sky and as you look it will cut to you see the bird flying. Um there's no words, there's no text, but what there is is a beautifully kind of composed album, it's like, by this one kind of band with about 40 original songs in that plays oh, wow. throughout these things so that that on its own is amazing if you love the music if you're into it it's great if you don't love the music you might have a problem you really really hate it <laughs> but it's like i said it's really pixel art 2d pixel kind of art that you're gonna and all you're doing on the gameplay wise is that you're generally moving left or right you when you see something you press an object it might like i said it then cut to you where you're looking or seeing something then go back so it's like it's visual storytelling um, there's a little bit, some more gameplay, but nothing complicated. It's really, you know, it's really simple. Um, I found it amazingly beautiful. I found there's something about it. Like, I think it's because you're doing these very mundane things. And you've got this soundtrack, so you you really are Im- imprinting your own stories. You're really trying to go, why is this happening? Oh, what's the links? What is this? You're really trying to work it out yourself rather than it's given to you, like spoon-fed to you. Like, I really mm-hmm. liked it's another kind of like this whole host I think we talked about before of of kind of like there's a lot of these kind of like this is by a, a, a small group of Spanish kind of art gamers and there's a few in New York and I'm always reviewing these games it's sort of like the art world has suddenly become to, gone into games this kind of underground art world going into games so they're producing these little indie games um, that, have, that are just like going to a gallery sometimes it's kind of interesting it's really interesting I think it's great to have I... that both I'm a fan of those. I really am. If you can be kind of taken away somewhere else for a couple of hours, it's not mm. particularly stressful or taxing, but you get immersed in the world. I yeah. think there's definitely that ticks a box for me. It's worth a go. Longest road on earth. I can't. I don't know how much it is. I've forgotten. It won't be that much. I don't think. They're normally around five quid or something. It's probably mm. a bit forty-four ninety-nine. We'll find out now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's great. I really, I yeah, I really loved it. It's really, I, like you said, it's, it took me I don't know a couple of hours, like you said, maybe less, and it was great. I really enjoyed myself, and the music's brilliant. The music's amazing. Yeah, um, good. Um, Darren, you got another game? I do. Um, so this latest game I'm playing is called Who's Your Daddy? Um, And it's in game preview at the moment. So my thoughts will be up very soon. Um, God, this is a very difficult game to describe, really, because it's just a bit mad. So I've played quite a few games over the last year or two that are almost like 
sandbox simulators like Deer Simulator or Just Die Already or um, games like that. So essentially, it's you play as either a baby or a dad, and depending on who you play as, you've either got to go around preventing your baby from essentially, I can't say it in a nice way, killing itself by <laughs> sticking its fingers in plug sockets or drinking pain or goodness knows what else until mum gets home because clearly in this game dads are not responsible um or if you play as the baby you've got to defeat the evil your evil dad basically and it's it's just mad like you can you can play it online and i was surprised to see that the servers were actually there was matchmaking was really quick there's people on there there's cross play with pc as well as xbox um and you can have like a 1v1 or you can play like a nightmare mode where you're you're playing as the dad and all the lights are out and you've got to fill up the petrol generators and all these babies are roaming around attacking you with screwdrivers and hammers and <laughs> chucking stuff at you and god knows what else and they've got like yellow eyes that are like headlights and their <laughs> mouths wide open it's freaky it really is um it's it's just a bit mad i i'm trying to think of about how to put my thoughts on paper never mind kind of articulate them now it's very much in its own genre <laughs> i don't really know what else to say about wow it, it sounds unusual um, it sounds completely unusual and mad. it is it is unusual and there's loads of you can roam around the house and the garden but there's some rooms that are closed under construction so i'm assuming when the game fully releases you'll be able to go around the whole house um but it's it's quirky it's fun but it wears off after quite a short time. I found it, it's very repetitive. There's not really much to do. So I know it's only in game preview and there's a few glitches and stuff which you get with game preview, but I don't really know what they can do to, to give it a, a lease of life unless they're just hoping that the kind of online crowds will enjoy playing against random people around the world again and again. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it like a kind of um, I am toaster it's got iron bread and all that? So is that a physics? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 like a it's like a it's like a competitive sandbox game. Um, like you can pick up loads of items, you can pretty much in, interact with anything in the environment, um, and you play in quite a small area, which is a house and a garden, and you kind of roam around the same rooms and stuff. So there's no kind of progression in it at all. It all takes place in one area. Um, as I say, like Deer Simulator and right. Um, just die already, which was you, you played as an old person escaped from an old person's home and had to roam around this city causing chaos. Uh, you know, it's kind of cell shaded, ridiculous physics, that type of thing. Right, okay. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's the closest thing I can liken it to, really. Okay. I can't do those games. Driving me it's, it's. I don't know how I'm going to sum up and describe it on paper. I'm still, <laughs> still <laughs> contemplating that. <laughs> Good, Paul. What's your last one to talk about? Today? My last one is a. It's a, another one that you might enjoy. Actually, it's a, it's basically it's a graphic novel, um, but you um, you play a character who doesn't have a name, but you have the power to be able to um, touch people who have died recently and see how they died. And I've just realised I'm saying all this and I haven't actually told you what the game's called, have I? No. Um, It's called, can say, The Second Turn HD. Now, 
about two years ago, I reviewed a game called Jisse, the first case HD. And this is the follow up to that, basically. Right. Um, so, yeah, you you're sort of an investigator, sort of a bratty teenager. Um, and you go to a house and somebody ends up dead. And then basically you have to go and talk to this uh, this rogues gallery of other characters and try and figure out who did it and why and stuff. Um, and it's beautifully drawn. It's very interesting talking to the people. And depending on how you talk to them and the answers they give you and then the way that you react to those answers, you can end up with different endings. So it's it's quite interesting i'm enjoying it mm. is it is it like a visual is it like a graphic novel is it like one of those graphic novel games like um a visual novel yeah basically you 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 see the game through your eyes if you like and then the person that you're talking to is front and center and you oh, okay can right. choose how yeah. to talk to them and yeah. um you know like uh what was that one that was something i can't remember there was something about a giant sweet or something um it that was another graphic novel that was quite good okay. um this is like that but with more dead bodies <laughs> good have you, have there you go. There, there's your tagline right there have you have you reviewed <laughs> it is it up on the site uh, i haven't done it quite yet come on um bro. i need to get it written but yes it's um it's very enjoyable well, I know what you and Darren will be doing after this podcast. You need to both get yourself down, write your reviews and your previews. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Although, Absolutely. would you fancy a game of Cannibal Cuisine <laughs> first part? Um, you know how I said I wasn't going to swear in this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no flipping chance. I best not push it, then. No. Um, let's go on to some news. There's not much on the news. It's still quite quiet. There's a little bit dropping in here and there. Um, there was an announcement um, about Star Wars, which everyone always loves um and the big thing is um respawn i've got three new star wars games out and about um paul which ones are they <laughs> yeah i knew as i thought i'm gonna give it over to one of these two it'd be awful to say. no I, I, I was cruel i think the first one is which i think we there's a there's a rumor that it's that this will be coming maybe at the end of the next end of this year christmas time which is uh star wars jedi fallen order Two, the sequel mm -hmm. to the game. Um, there's a kind of like the rumor that it will be 2022 at the moment, but they haven't confirmed that at all. Um, there's an FPS that's coming and a strategy game by Respawn. Now, that's the one that I was interested in because it's by the developers who did XCOM, wasn't it? Hmm. Ah. So I, I loved XCOM. So if you can do that in a Star Wars kind of style, I think that will be awesome. Okay, good. Did you two play Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? Negative. Oh. No, I say oh. this every week, but again, yeah. it's on. It was on the list, but uh, Ryan played it and absolutely loved it, and it did. Like, commercially, did really well, didn't it? As well, mm. so I think people have been expecting this news for a while. So it's nice to have it confirmed that it's getting a sequel because it properly slotted into the Star Wars lore and, and all of that. It was like it was considered canon, I think. So mm. no, but I would like to. I had I had a really good time with it. I thought it was great. Um, I think I said before in this podcast before about the only weird thing it has that kind of that Dark Souls kind of feeling to it. So you're you're fighting the enemies, but if you 
go back to that area, the enemies respawn like in Dark Souls. Which is fine, but it makes no sense. On the narrative. In Dark Souls, it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. But it makes no sense in this. I don't get that at all. Why would they be there in the same position and doing the same thing? It's so weird. So, yeah, I, I wasn't... That's the only bit I wasn't that interested in. But the visuals of it, I mean, it's now it's a good time to play because it's been upgraded for the Series X. It's free, isn't oh, it? Good. Free on mm. the Game Pass. So, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd yeah it is. But that's quite... I mean, I think that would be quite exciting, maybe. Another one of those. I think if people really like that. Um, FPS, we don't know what that is. Um... But yeah, respawn. But the, the big thing from this, sorry, Darren, you're going to say something before I interrupted you. No, 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 you're fine. Go on. No, I was going to say the big thing is that people are talking whether this is going to be um, Star Wars Battlefront Three. Well, oh, that's being pushed aside, mm. and that's what EA are going to do now. They're going to focus on respawn doing this thing rather than those. That's that's the rumor at the moment. Mm, interesting because I, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm basing this on just my opinion or facts, but but two Battlefront two didn't do that well, did it? No, and it had it lots of problems, to, didn't it, with um, microtransactions as well. That's right, yeah. Because I, I remember seeing the price getting slashed repeatedly uh, on the on the Xbox store until it it cost like less than ten quid or whatever. And I thought, well, that's never a good sign. Um, yeah, you're right. It was booked of issues, and I remember. Yeah. Um, Paul, you excited about this, the Star Wars game? Oh. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the only one I'm excited about, as I said, is the... Um, I mean, I, I've looked at the Fallen Order and I thought, yeah, it does look like my kind of game. I think it's even installed on the old uh, Series X, but I've not got around to starting it yet. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the, the strategy game from the makers of XCOM is the one for me, I okay. think. Good. Just because you know, I, I like that kind of style of game. So yeah, if it if it's got the the same sort of gameplay but Star Wars flavored, it's going to be uh, pretty cool, I reckon. Good. Um, making, um, sorry, there, there's a Knights of the Old Republic remake, isn't there? And oh, that yeah. High Republic game as well from from Quantic Dream still on the cards. Yeah. So I think it's going to be something for everyone. It feels like the approach that um, Disney did with the sequel the three sequels seven eight and nine they're just going for loads and loads of covering all bases and getting loads of star wars out there off the back of the success yeah. so see how see how they go i guess yeah mm-hmm. um is the knights of the old republic playstation only why have i made that up maybe it isn't playstation i don't think so no. can't you get can't you get it on the xbox store the yeah, original maybe Didn't i thought on xbox you did maybe i think it's gone maybe playstation announced it i don't know i'm i'm we'll have a look at that we'll get back to you Um, this leads me on to um, DICE of course who did Star Wars Battlefront 3 and their latest game which is the Battlefield 2042 Um, it hasn't done very well at all has it it's yeah it didn't sell very well it's um, it's yeah just that they have server problems, haven't they? They've had all sorts of issues with mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Um, and the rumours are that they're considering now going free to play in the future. Um, mm. Yeah, Paul, I'm you know sure you've played that. this. I mean, you reviewed it. I, first, I, didn't you? I played it and I had to review it, and I'm not sure that um, going free to play is going to be the answer. To be honest, um, I think they need to address the issues in the game first you know they need to make it work properly 
because you can have a game that's free to play and if it isn't fun then they're not nobody's going to play it are they yeah. i mean that's the problem i mean it's uh, one report i read said it had fallen out of the top 50 most played um online games on the xbox this week um which is very disappointing for a game that's been out what three months now yeah, yeah. um you know mm-hmm. when you look at the performance of things like forza horizon 5 all right it's not a direct comparison but halo infinite you know halo infinite hit 20 million players mm. this week yeah, yeah. um yeah. and you know battlefield unfortunately it was it was well it was a typical kind of dice game i don't think apart from bad company 2 which is perfect in every way um, I don't think I've ever played a Battlefield game where it worked correctly at the beginning. Mm. You know, Battlefield 3 had issues, 4 had issues, 5 had issues, and so on and so on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised that they're looking at this, but I'm not certain that going free-to-play will be the answer. Um, have you... I forgive my ignorance. I've never really been a massive Battlefield fan. What are the main problems with it still then? What, why um, do you think people aren't playing it? It's basically the, the the size of the maps and despite the fact that there's 128 people on this map, you can go five, ten minutes and not see anybody. Oh, really? Which, which <laughs> isn't, you know, if if you're playing, I mean, there's there's various different modes and stuff. And if you play on the smaller maps, then it's great. But if you're playing against a team of, I don't know, people who want to be snipers, for instance, and they're all hit up in the hills with a sniper rifle, you can be running around, minding your own business, bang, you're dead. And you've got no idea where these people are. You can't find them. Mm. Um, the The servers had issues um it was sometimes difficult to get into matches and stuff um and it was just when you did find somebody um it wasn't uncommon to come up behind somebody start filling them full of holes and for them to then turn around and one shot you with a pistol oh so, was, you know it's just, yeah exactly the time to kill was wildly different it was just it just wasn't anything special and it had a lot of potential to be special with that amount of people and that size of map it just it, it wasn't particularly well implemented i don't think that's a shame because i remember seeing the trailer is the big tornado or whatever oh yeah loads of people oh, thinking, this looks like it's going to be really exciting yeah and i mean you know when we first started and every server was full it was quite exciting, but as the, the player count has fallen, obviously there's less people in the maps, and when you're, you're in something that seems like the size of Wales and there's 12 people in there, you're never going to find them. So, but, we've said this before, I think we said it when you reviewed it, Paul, you're never going to, I just don't think people are going to pay 70 quid for an online-only game. As, not an online, uh, just a multiplayer game. Yeah, exactly. You need a campaign. And that's what, yeah. when you've got Halo, which has a campaign. It's got a campaign and it's got this great, but people are really enjoying the multiplayer as well that's free on, you know, you don't have to have mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have the co-op stuff later on in March. It's, you know, that's, you need that package. People don't want it. And you, and you'll just get all the people who I would have bought it if I had a campaign. I would have played a few games multiplayer and then maybe I would have dropped off. But you had none of that. You had no one kind of trying it out. 
because it was just the hardcores going in. And no one else, you know, if someone's okay at a, you know, all right at a kind of multiplayer shooter, they're not going to spend 70 quid to kind of see how bad they are. are no, they? it's no fun getting killed again and again, right. is it? No. That's, it's, it was ridiculous. It was a ridiculous. This kind of notion that yeah, we're going to do. You know, that's going to be the, that's going to sell. It's never going to sell. Never. I think anyone would have said that. All the alarm bells went off straight away. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a, a battlefield game without a campaign, it yeah. was it was always going to be a hard sell. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. So. Um, now we haven't got much time because Paul's going to do a quiz, which we're really looking forward to. But the only other two announcements I'm just going to look at, we'll save the other couple of stories for next time. Um, Crisis 4 has been announced today. That's all we know. We don't know anything else. That's it. Yeah. Early development. <laughs> um, I forgot about Crisis. And the other one, just, just really briefly, is free PlayStation Plus games for Feb. Um, they've got, that's just been announced. It's a... Uh, Tina Turner's Assault and Dragon Keep, that little bit of DLC. Um, <laughs> USC 4 and the PlayStation 5 game is Planet Coaster console edition. So, just if you're interested in that, do you like that, Darren? Would you play any of those on your PlayStation? I, um, I've not played Planet Coaster, but I used to be a massive fan of Roller Coaster Tycoon on the PC, so I'll give it a look, certainly. Yeah. Okay. Um, Paul, over to you. Quiz time. Here we go. Quiz time. Here we go. Let me get my sparkly game show host jacket on. Here we go. <laughs> right then. So, what I thought I'd do with the quiz this time is I'm, I've taken inspiration from the quizzes that you used to do, Gareth. You know, where mm. you look through Metacritic and you jot down the comments that the general public have made. Yeah. Um, but I've decided to have a theme this week. Mm. So, my theme is. The, the games are all from around the time the Xbox One launched. Mm. Oh. So, when you say Xbox get... One, do you mean the original or the Xbox One in 2013? I mean the Xbox One in 2013, cool. not Just the Xbox. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I didn't have an Xbox in those days, so I would, oh, I would feel somewhat yeah. dishonest yeah. doing that. Oh, so, fair, fair show. So, yes. Yeah. These are all games that were around in 2013. So there we go. Right, we'll do it the normal way. I've got five clues in descending order of points from five down to one. And uh, there will also be a bonus at the end if you for whoever gets closest to the user score for the title in question. Okay. Right. Are we ready then? Shall we let Gareth go first, Darren? Do you think that's all right? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay then. Gareth. Your starter for five, and this is all in capitals, so imagine somebody shouting, <laughs> I would rather do 15 college essays. Hmm. Um, so this is a quote from the game, isn't it? This, this No, is, no, oh. this is a quote from somebody writing about ah, the game on Metacritic. I'm with you. I've got you now. So, yeah, good. Um, I thought I'd explained all that. Were well, you not listening? I wasn't. I, was, I, 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 I went off. I had a moment. I just an old person's where look, looked into the distance. Uh, good. I would rather eat. Um, so I would say. rather do fifteen college essays. Um, let's say uh, Dead Rising Three. No, Darren. Um, I'll wheel out the the classic guess for these things and say Anthem. No. And not even a good guess for either of you there. Uh, right. For four points then, Darren, 
I'm giving it a uh, well. I'll, I'll read it exactly as it, as it was written. I'm giving it an seven out of ten because of the insane graphical fidelity. Uh, Crisis three. No. Uh. Gareth. Is it Forza Motorsport 5? It is. Well done, Gareth. Oh, yeah, well you, done. you, sir, have scored yourself four points. Well done. Good. Um, well done. That's an excellent guess. So the other, the other quest, the other quotes were going to be for three points: so much potential badly squandered for greed, and to meet someone else's hardware launch deadline. <laughs> wow. Uh, Two would have been, might be single-handedly my favourite racing game I've ever played. And for the last, for the 1.1, but at the end of the day, there's no better feeling in Forza 5 than pulling across the finish line in first place. So there we go. Right then. So what score do you think was given to this game by the general public? I will ask you first, Gareth. Um, I'm going to go for a 7.2. Okay, Darren? I'll go for a nice round 8. Okay, well, you were both miles off. It was 6.0. Ooh. There we go. Right. Next one, and it's Darren to start for five points. Frame rate drops. The game went down to 14 FPS once. I'm not sure how you would check that on an Xbox, but there you go. Uh, cool. No idea. Um, I'll just plug for Anthem again. Uh, nope. <laughs> One day. Gareth. Is it Dead Rising 3? <laughs> I, I don't believe it. It I is. Mean, oh my god! This could be a disaster for you, Darren, because when I started reviewing games, it was then this happened this year. So I've got this feeling I know this year this year very well. Wow! <laughs> I, I am I am amazed by that. Well done, Gareth. That's very well done. I say so. After two questions, it's nine nil to Gareth. Wow! <laughs> Sorry, Darren. It's mad. Um, okay, I'll try so. Not to swear. Let's see if you can uh, get some points back then, Darren. I can't what, remember do you more think, what do you think the um, the user score for this game would be? Uh, I'll go five and a half. Ooh. Okay, Gareth? I'm going to go 6.8. Well, I'm going to have to give you that because it was 6.9. So, well done. You're now 10 points in the lead. And it's your turn to start first. So here we go. Right. This is um, going to be an interesting one. For five points, Gareth. Got it, drank some beers with a friend and tested it out. Oh, God. Got it. So, could be anything, couldn't it? Um, Let's say Dragon Age Origins. No. Darren? Um, 
Gears of War 4? No. How, how, I don't want to be mean, but Gears of War 4 was about two years ago. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll, so, we'll disagree to disagree. Okay, that's fine. Uh, right, for four points then, Darren, this is for you. This is literally a waste of money. Do something useful with that cash instead. <laughs> oh, God, it could be anything. Is it a multiplayer game, Darren? It's it's Darren's turn oh, for a kickoff. Oh, sorry. sorry, Darren. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Um, I don't know. Um, Sunset Overdrive. Oh no! Anybody said that, I'd have word. I'm saying that <laughs> Sunset Overdrive was a waste of money. Um, anyway, Gareth, your turn, my friend, and there will be no clues. <sighs> is it FIFA 14? It isn't FIFA 14. Okay. Right. So, Gareth, your turn for three points. The worst part about it is we as consumers keep forgiving Microsoft for this garbage. <laughs> oh, I think I might be wrong here. Oh, it definitely is. Is it Halo 5? No, it's was... not Halo 5. No, that was five years ago. Darren? Hmm... I'm trying to think. I have no idea. Um, not that I would ever agree with it, but Forza Horizon 3, I'm not sure. No, it's not. Good guess, though. Um, right, for two points then, Darren. This has to be the worst Kinect game I've played. <laughs> Don't waste your hard-earned money on this crappy game. And that is a quote, everybody. That's not me using naughty words. <laughs> oh, God. Is it that um, It's that Nightmares game? I can't remember what it's called exactly. I think. Oh, um, I don't know. It's something, something Nightmares I'll go with. I can't remember what it's called. Um, it's not. I think, is it Rise of Nightmares? Was that yeah, the, that's what I was thinking. One? It's yeah, not not, it's not that. Okay. There is a worse Kinect game than that, believe it or not. Oh, what came out then? This is what I'm trying to think. I can, in my head, it's uh, Fable the Journey, but it's not that. Cause that was a bit, I'm going to say Fable the Journey, but it isn't that. It's not Fable the Journey, I'm afraid. That was early, um, wasn't it? Oh, damn. Okay, right. For one point then, Gareth. It's your time to shine. Um, the kicks barely ever register, and the punches are even worse. I can't even remember the bloody game. I know exactly what it is. It's that bloody sports game, isn't it? Um, is that a sports game? What's it called? Uh, no, Connect That's Sports. Kind of the point of the quiz. Connect Sports. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> uh, Darren, any clue? Oh, and I paid so little attention to Connect. The only one I can think of is uh, Connect Adventures. Uh, no, it's not that either. I have managed to defeat you. Um, this is a game that they tried to give me when I bought my Xbox One, and I literally took it off the pile and went, you can stick that 
up your nose as well. Uh, it was it was called Fighter Within. Oh yeah, God, do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. It was dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> right then. So for a bonus point, then, um, what do you think the user score for this game was, Gareth? Three point one. Darren. Uh, four. 2.8. So <laughs> Gareth, Gareth edges it again. So 11 points to Gareth, zero points to Darren. Come on, Darren. Can, uh, can, he, can he turn it around with this one? Five points, Darren. So terrible. The combat is repetitive and the storyline is generic. I can't even muster a guess at all. Um, I don't know. I'm going to pass. Okay. Gareth? Could be anything here. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. No. Good guess, though. Right, so Gareth, for four points, and in direct opposite, I really like this game. The graphics are stunning, and it has a very thrilling storyline. <laughs> Watch Dogs 2? Uh, nope. Darren? I will say, I'll jump on the Assassin's Creed bandwagon and say Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, no. Uh, right, so for three points then, Darren. All style and no substance. Ooh. I know what this is. Oh. <laughs> it's a good job there's no buzzers <laughs> um. oh bloody hell I've no idea um, I'll guess Metal Gear Solid 5 uh, nope go on then Gareth what do you think it is Rise yes you're absolutely right it was oh. Rise one of Rome I got my fr my friend uh, my very good friend Gerald's in that. You play you he's one of the bosses. You, you oh know. really? Yeah. It's really weird playing <laughs> against a friend as a boss. Yeah. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. So whenever you see him, do you have to fight him? Yeah, he's never played his <laughs> <before. Yeah. laughs> Excellent. Okay then. So um what about user score, gentlemen? What do we feel, mm. Darren? Seven. Gareth? 6.2. It was 6.4, so Gareth, wow. uh, Gareth takes it again. Wow. Oh, my goodness. It's a whitewash so far. It really is. Um, I believe that makes it 15 nil. Come on, Darren. So in order to win, you need to get this next question um, on the on – the, yeah, I don't think you can win, Darren. <laughs> I appreciate you shrugging out the tension. But, uh... Yeah, so yeah the, the, there's no tension, is there, at 15 yeah, nil. So, Right then. So, last question. Gareth to go first for five points. 
this game has amazing netcode. There's no lag at all. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. <laughs> no, it's not that. Darren, what do you think? Um, oh God, I can't remember which one it is. Final Fantasy fourteen. if that was online. Mm, it was online, but no, it's not that. Uh, right, Darren, for four points, this is one I just had to include. I find it funny how if you click on the name of someone who scored this game a zero, you can see how they gave every X-Bone game a zero <laughs> and their beloved PS4 games a ten. Oh. Got nothing to do with the game, but I just thought it was a funny quote. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. Forza Horizon Three. No, Gareth. I've no idea. Um, Dragon Age Origins. No, it's not that. Right, your turn now, Gareth, for three points. Excellent game with get up and go capabilities. <laughs> I, I I've played this game a lot, and I I don't know what that means, but it's a genuine quote. Um, I can't think of any more games now from that time. Um, let's say it's um, let's dance. Uh, no, it's not that. Darren, get up and go capabilities. <laughs> Excellent game with get up and go capabilities. Um, I don't know the uh, the original Tomb Raider remake. No, it's not that. Uh, right, your turn again then, Darren. For two points, this is how you continue a game. I played the originals and loved them, but this this is a work of art. Oh. Uh, um. <laughs> I, I think Gareth might have an inkling. No, I don't think I have actually. Oh, oh. okay then. That was just a, <laughs> just trying to raise the tension a just bit. Trying there, to, really. Just trying to stop the, <laughs> stop the silence in the in the air. I, I don't know. The um, Spyro Reunited Trilogy. No idea. No, it's not that. Gareth, let's hear if that I noise don't know. was Actually, I've got no indicative. idea. Um, oh. Metal Gear Solid 4. No, it isn't that. Wasn't that only on the PlayStation 4? Uh, yes. There you go. <laughs> right. yeah. It's unlikely to have been uh -huh. uh, reviewed on the Xbox site, yeah. is all I'm going to say. Yeah. But anyway. Right, Gareth, for one point... Polished visuals, excellent fighting mechanics, superb, superb frame rate, etc. Double Helix has made their first fighting game. Killer Instinct? Absolutely right. Wow. Well done. Oh, well done. There you go. So, it's 16 nil. All to play. God, with Darren. This, um, with this, <laughs> this viewer's uh, 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 uh. So, Gareth, what do you think the... Uh, reviewers on this site gave it i'm gonna go for 
Okay, and what about you, Darren? I'll go for 6.5. Well, you have managed to scavenge a point. <laughs> it was 6.4. Well so, oh, hooray. Hurrah. <laughs> so, with um, a victory margin of 16 points to one, I declare Gareth the winner. <laughs> well done, Gareth. Thank you, Darren. Um, good. Right, gentlemen. Um, thank you, Paul, for that quiz. You're very good. welcome, Take mate. Us back to 2013. Thank you, what are we looking forward to next week before we go? Darren, what have you got? Uh, not much, really, although I've recently started going swimming again, so probably just uh, getting back into that and trying to get yeah. a bit fitter. Good. Paul? Um, I've got a diabetes blood test on Wednesday. I don't know if that's <laughs> That does. That does. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm looking forward to. I've got yeah. nothing as well. I'm going to take uh, James's, who was meant to be on. His one. All of Us Are Dead. Or it's a South Korean um, new Netflix show. About high school kids in a zombie invasion. That looks quite good. Um, oh, that's, cool. it. that's it. Um, Darren, where can we find you if we want to talk to you? Um, <laughs> if you want to try and dig out some gaming opinions amongst all the political rants, then you can follow me on Twitter at 27Darren. Great. Paul, what about you? Um, I am also on the Twitters, um, and my handle is at Xbox Hub Paul. Great. And you can get me on TB Briley on Twitter and Instagram and things. Um, Hopefully, with not hopefully, we're going to see you next week. <laughs> you're, you're too old for Instagram, Gareth, aren't you? No, I'm a oh, okay. I'm an Instagram trender. No, I'm not really. Are you really? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, right, gentlemen, I will see you next time. Thank you so much. Bye bye. You're very welcome. Goodbye. Bye bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.